Guys, what we got is today we're going to bust and chat about uh, home ownership. Okay, home ownership, the number one topic that comes to me. So we've got three major categories of home ownership. The first one is buying a home, whether that be as an investor or in your own home, uh, in your own name and living in it. Uh, then we've got renting, okay, so um, having a roof over your head, paying someone else uh, ever increasing cost uh, to rent, okay, being more flexible, not actually purchasing the place yourself. And there's something in the middle, which is the blended theory, okay? So people know this rent vesting, where do a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Preface, let me put a bit of a warning here. This is not advice, this is not pertaining to you personally. I don't know any of your personal circumstances. And this may change. You should go seek advice to figure out what the right result for you is. They will just explore some ideas and we'll just kind of make up your own decision on that. Please see the relevant disclosures. Uh, this is not for sure the general nature only. Because when you buy a home, you lock in the price as of that day. Okay? So you buy a home now, you lock in that price, you're paying that price off for the rest of your life. Renting, on the other hand, you pay less up front, but over the term of your life, it's an ever-increasing, ever-ongoing cost, so you pay more. Okay? But at the time of renting versus buying, to rent and purchase the same house, the net cost generally way in favour of the rent from a year-to-year -year basis. Right? Well, let's start the top. You've got a roof over your head, you need that. Okay? Having your own home is a security, a bit of financial security. You're not going to move, tenants aren't going to, you're not going to have to move as a tenant. It's your place, you can renovate, you can do what you want. Low interest rates mean that it's the cheapest time ever to borrow money, means you can utilise less interest costs to purchase a home price. It's a growth asset. So, don't confuse if you're living in your home and you're paying off your debt and it grows by you know, an exponential rate, but you just sit in it and you don't utilize that equity or you're not realizing it, it's still not worth any more than what you pay for them. People get this very, very misconstrued perception that because their home's worth $10 million, they could be broke and they're in a $10 million house and they're rich. Unless you realize that asset's not worth anything, it's only worth what you pay for it, it's only worth a roof over your Australia, they get the biggest debt they can over 30 years. They pay off, they pay off, they refinance, they borrow because they needed to go on holidays. Next thing you know, they're 75 and they're still And you really got to, you need to pay that off and you need to pay it off within a good enough time frame that you can then invest in your passive income for your retirement. You need a roof over your head, you need money to live on. Don't do one or the other, one without the other. Extra cost. So with buying a home, what people seem to forget because they say rent money is dead money. True, but so is the interest you're going to repay on that mortgage. That's dead money as well. If you're forever paying interest, it's a waste of money. Two, your insurances, your rates, body corporate stride, if you've got those kind of things, renovations, all the stuff that you now have to pay as the homeowner, they're extra costs that aren't factored into a lot of people's home purchases. Then we've got renting, locked in. Okay, you can, you're what, six, 12 months sure you're locked in for those periods, but that's nothing. Okay, it's very low commitment. It's flexible. Pick up, you can change every six months at the end of your retirement and come one, right? It's all inclusive. The only thing you need is content insurance on top of it. Everything else is covered from the, the person who owns the place. Lifestyle. Good lifestyle option. You might not be able to afford to buy the home in the suburb you want, but you can definitely rent there. Okay, so if lifestyle and place is better for you, it could be a good option as well. The rising cost. The downside to renting is that that cost is not locked in. Okay, that's going to continue to rise throughout your life, and you're going to have to factor that in. If your income and expenses don't manage that, it could send you bus pretty quick. You have to follow the rules of that place. It's not your place. You can't reno it, you can't do big changes. You've got to stick within boundaries there, okay? So, so then we explore the middle option. What about a blended scenario? I love the flexibility of renting. 
But I also want to lock in prices now. We don't know if it's going to be cheaper than it was six months ago or more expensive. But we can be pretty certain that it's going to be cheaper now than it's going to be in 20 years, right? So what the idea is, is we want to lock in a growth asset at the cheapest rate possible. Now when you buy your home as well, tax disadvantages and advantages to it, right? So what a good idea can be is you want to mix and match with what we call rent vesting or a blended strategy is where you purchase a place for the future and you get someone else to move in, use the deductible cost, get someone to help help pay it off with you. Now, the rent vest, invest, invest in the place you're about to live in the future, get someone else in there to help you pay it off while you rent in a place you're happy to comfortably live for a lower cost and you use more of your money towards your wealth. Okay? It's dependent on your circumstances. Now, own ownership, yes or no? The majority of the answer is yes, you do need to own, should own a home at some stage, mainly because long-term financially more secure. How you do that though, that's what we want to challenge, okay? Buying, getting a big massive mortgage for 30 years and spending the next 30 years paying off a place that you think you love, not necessarily the best outcome for you. Interest rates are the lowest ever. It's very important that you look at strategies that can benefit you right now and for the future in this domain, rather than just going in blindly, buying a house and paying it off like our parents and their parents did when interest rates are above 10%. That's a completely different kettle of fish. Their advice does not match what we need to be talking about now. You need to consider that for what's right for you to get ahead so that we, you can set yourself up for the future in what is quite an opportunistic time in this space. Or at least talk about a plan in place to get you on the right side and maximise your dollar. All right, that's, up. that's it from me. Uh, touch base. If you want to have a chat, and let's get things moving.